the civic spaces is a way i think for configuring us to be part of the society yeah um so it's less it's less about it besides the fact that it's about us owning our responsibility as a community to develop and cultivate the right things in our community it's creating these connectors so that we can plug into other communities in a very uh, it, through citizenship in a societal structure. Hello and welcome to Unlock the Kingdom Within You. This podcast explores the profound truth about what it means to be born into the kingdom, not a religion. On this podcast, we challenge the religious and denominational norms which shackle us from expressing the liberty of Christ by exploring the kingdom, the ecclesia and citizenship. If you're born into the kingdom but lost in religion, then this channel is just for you. So thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think it, go, it goes. It also yeah. it also touches some something we've been discussing about, which is that what is the difference between a perspective that sees Jesus as a religious figure to a perspective that sees Jesus as the King and the sovereign King and also the Son of God, and what what does that really mean? You know, um, yeah. because that 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 perspective of Jesus as the King of Kings, and also as the Son of God, should, in a true revelatory way, feed into a change to our personal identity and the way we see ourselves as our, in our communities, vis-a-vis -vis a citizen. So I, I, for me, I think when I'm thinking about that transition that people are, some people are making, some people are not making, I think it comes down to sight. And it goes back to that, you know, that prayer of Moses, the desire that all people would prophesy, the ability to truly see who Jesus is and what he's doing. Um, and, and, and obviously, as we understand nation building and, being, and, and, and really helping people to get that redefinition and plug into that, mm. because actually that's what it's about. And, 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 the, and the widest yeah. bandwidth, the widest bandwidth is the kingdom bandwidth. It's not the religious bandwidth. That will Absolutely. never give you the the full liberty to work the work of God. That, that is literally the, uh, you know, I did that presentation. Is the church fit for purpose? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good presentation. Um, you know, the 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 theft of you know the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. What he stole from us was he he managed to replace a king, Christ the King, mm. and make him a religious icon. Yeah. And, and even till today, you discover that the governments of this world, authorities, monarchs, they don't mind a church as long as it's a religious institution. Yeah. What they do mind is if it's a governmental institution, because that represents competition to them. Exactly. That <laughs> a will that is different from their will. <laughs> yeah. Possibly, do you see? So even the, those who are persecuted in the book of Acts it says that they gathered in this house saying that uh, Christ is king and not Caesar. You can see that Caesar's persecution and his zeal to, to squash this movement was because it, in his mind, he felt it undermined his will and authority yeah. Yeah. In, that, in that nation. And so what I'm seeing now is this. Not only does the world see Christ as a religious figure, but Christians see Christ as a religious <laughs> figure. <laughs> yeah. And so we and so when it comes to anything, for the longest time, I think things might have changed now, but for the longest time, the whole idea of government and 
God's people being a government was like was like anathema. It's like it's like um, you know government. You know div that division between church and state. You know governmental stuff. That's for you know the world. That's secular. That's secular. That's secular. That's secular. You know, we are here to worship the Lord and to you know and to you know I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> well, we, we, once you do, once you do that bit on a Sunday, there's nothing else yeah. to do, really, is there? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Even if you say to somebody, you know, God has left the building. <laughs> Jesus directly had a, a conversation with a lady who was like, "Where is the temple supposed to be? Is it supposed to be here? Or is it supposed to be there?" So a time is coming when those will worship me in spirit and in truth. Yeah, the location has completely changed. This building centric. Um, house of worship is is off altogether from the point when christ when the when the veil was torn in that temple right we have become the temple we are the living stones we are to embody the kingdom we are to we are to structure ourselves as his house you know when somebody says okay so you know the biggest struggle that people had in originally you know when we, we had that original event was like, what does the Ecclesia mean? You know? And the easiest way to kind of say it is like, it's a governmental organization, it's a governmental entity. Then I say to people, it's like a parliament, you know? It's mm. like a parliament, it's the parliament of God, okay? It's a civic assembly, okay? It's not a church, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> it's everything but, everything but that. <laughs> yeah. so you point to these different examples, yeah? To, so it's kind of like, okay, so it's like we're a parliament. Okay, so what do you mean? Like we, so what? So do we get together to praise or worship? Like we always have to fit things into the <laughs> church kind of box. And you know, over the years, we've seen different powerful moves of reformation. And I think we're now in a season where the box itself <laughs> has to be reformed. You know, you know, there's only so much change you can do in the prison. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you know, this prison is a bit congested. We should not be, uh, uh, you know. We should not just be eating potatoes. Okay, let's have some chicken in the prison. <laughs> you know, I want to have some juice in the prison. Um, you know, and then somebody wakes up and says, "Wait, hold up. Why are we in a prison?" But can I? Can I just? Can I just also? Can I come into that though? Because you know, like I said, I had I had experiences, and what and what got me to say, "Look, come on, guys. You know that when you, you know when you want to stop something and say, look, guys, we need to stop this now.' Mm -hmm. All right." And it was those, you get those moments. And one of those moments for me was where it became about church in the park, church in the pub, yeah, yeah, church yeah. in the stadium, Doing church life. in the... It, and it's like, guys, really? It is the ultimate peak of Jesus's vision mm -hmm. in the nation where we hold a service. Is that the peak of it? Yeah, if we, and is, if we hold a service outdoors so people can see us worshipping. Then, right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there, we have we have we had so lost ourselves that we actually thought that that was meaningful. And 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 I think that for me, that's what was striking is like I can't do that anymore. I'm I we are the people are serving a system a liturgy that they've become bound to that is truly a a. It's, I can't even say that it's a limited bandwidth of the kingdom. The kingdom itself is struggling to get through that, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we've got to, we've got to realize that we, that is a lower level of, of, 
of living life, which actually where you where this idea that you you're gathering there to recharge, you're gathering there to fuel up, you're gathering there to get a boost. I mean, what are where are we when we're thinking that way about the omniscient, om, omnipresent King of Kings and Lord of Lords who has to turn up at our petrol stations, our religious petrol stations, to fill our tanks for the week? Yes, that's terrible. When we tap now. You know, I don't have a problem with people getting uh, boosted if you get boosted. Yeah. But it's a bit like a motivational speech where it's like, oh, that was great. You know, and then it dwindles off <laughs> and it's like, oh, what was that? You know, there's nothing you know left to it. But I, I do think that there is something that happens when when people uh, when two or three are gathered. Yeah. Or in, in his in his name. Let's be clear yeah, about that. In his name for sure. <laughs> yeah. So when two or three are gathered and are boosted. The, the issue even with most, a lot of our gatherings is I'm coming so that you can boost me. Yes. Yeah. So, Personality so, so driven. The whole duty is to boost the whole congregation every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Juice yeah. them up. Juice yeah. them up. So, That's what it is. Get that fixed. Kind of performances, you know, and different things that they do to boost you up every yeah. Sunday. What if we got together and all the men have come together with their own heavy revy, yeah? They've come together to tell of the different exploits of what they've done during the week. Um, they might have received a word or insight and they've come together to give. And actually, it's a buffet when we meet. It's like exactly. too many people have too much to give, too much exactly. resource. We're channeling the wealth of the kingdom in this meeting. Too much for one meeting, <laughs> right? It's it's, it's, it's going to bleed out naturally. So this whole mindset of kind of like, um, it's, it's actually the clergy and the laity mindset, which I challenged yeah. in a very old um, article. That is that is that division? Is that actually a kingdom-centric way of seeing things? Clergy versus laity? Mm. Or are we all a royal priesthood? All supposed to pay attention, uh, study his laws, mm. know it for ourselves, internalize that. <clears throat> And express that to the maximum mm. each mm. you know um, so it's just like you can see that currently we have a very weak church and a weak uh, people as a result of of kind of working in a system that's not designed to make you strong maybe there was a time when it did make people strong but that's because they had maybe more of an ecclesia or ecclesiastical mindset perhaps i don't true. know true but um Right now, this, this whole kind of going to church for your top up, it, it's not fit for purpose. <laughs> it's not fit for, it's not fit for, it, and uh, it's my, you know, my, my most recent one is it just needs to be mothballed. Um, yeah. But I think that, I think that society, the changes in society, the issues of, of COVID, I think they are mothballing. The, 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 the technological developments, the, cha the future cities, um, data driven cities. All of those things will it will not survive in that climate, mm -hmm. um, and it will have to it will have to evolve. It's a little bit like when Israel, you know, when Israel were taken over essentially by Babylon, and then they were shifted into the Babylonian system. They had to develop synagogues to survive, you know, yes. um, and to maintain the word of God. And yeah. and in a similar way, you know, for for many, they will have to they will have to migrate. But the, also the younger generation. Um, will will also play a major part. I do think that, and, and this is where I want to quickly move to, because I think it's important for our conversation. 
And that is, um, and this is for our viewers as well. You, you, you know, we have good examples throughout scripture where the word of God comes to an individual about the kingdom. That person receives it. They're excited about it. They share it with their family. They share it with their community and they get shocked at the results. And the most obvious for us is the likes of Joseph, um, who yeah. did not expect his brothers to sell him into slavery. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and also, you know, typically then did not expect they'd never see his mother again. You know, the, the suffering and the challenges of, of accepting the kingdom and walking with it, they're profoundly diverse because of the yeah. sufferings. I guess one of the things I wanted to, to really speak to you about to, for you to speak into is this idea of how much the kingdom impacted your own personal relationships um, in terms of family and friends and, and communities and, and the way you had to navigate in order to yeah. maintain relationships but still follow the Lord's will. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting question because, you know, the scripture says um, that um, Christ says that he came to bring division in a household yeah. between mother, father, etc. And originally when I read that scripture, I'm thinking, of course, because one of them will be saved and then the other ones are not saved. <laughs> right? You, you don't really think about it in the context of a Christian through and through family. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't know what to say to that because obviously it's, it's, um, it's, it's uh yeah it's family <laughs> but I w- what I would say to this is is I what I benefited from growing up is as I said all my family is in the faith okay as in my immediate family my immediate family and I am the middle child I have an older brother I have a younger brother okay uh, all of which have their own genuine faith and their own faith walks okay mm. growing up we had so many fierce debates about doctrine about outlook you know i remember one time you know i had a cold <laughs> i had a cold my brother's like you know he's telling me about because he's been you know drenched drenched in this kind of healing ministry and stuff <clears throat> it's like should i have that cold you know you know like you know he started just going into into it and i'm just like i just want to have my cold in peace you know it's kind of <laughs> like you, you know you know this kind of like um you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to, you, you know, when you're sick, you're not supposed to say that you're sick. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Positive things, you know, the Lord, you know, I am healthy in the Lord. And yeah. I'm just thinking like, you know, it's not that deep, you know, this is not a deep, you know, this is a cold, it, it comes in the winter sometimes and it's, <laughs> you know, that can lead to a big debate and discussion. So by the time, um, the early days where we're talking about the kingdom citizenship and all of this stuff, it's a, it's a, it's, I expect um, challenge from my siblings and it's a good thing because I don't think I was allowed to be lazy in our household. <laughs> you're hardly ever allowed to be, um, to just have a lazy way of thinking. You know, one thing I appreciate about even both my brothers is that they both explore in different ways and think differently. Yeah. And so sometimes you disagree and agree at the same time, sometimes time, uh, just different temperaments, Many things that have taught me about myself, you know. Um, another thing is this, that sometimes when the Lord gives you a revelation, it can lead to pride yeah, yes. or arrogance. 
And so I reflect and I look back and I'm like, because this, this was one of the accusations that, see, with brothers, you're just brutal with each other. You're arrogant. You're proud. That's why, that's why, you're, that's why you have a cold. <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff can, can come off. So one of the things was just managing a revelation that you have and being excited to talk about it. But I'm so much into kind of um, persuading people. And that's one thing I've had to learn to step back. Yeah. That um, because me, in my zeal to try to persuade people, I created lots of, I got into lots of arguments and frictions. When I say arguments, not like um, victory or anything like that, just kind of like unnecessary kind of uh, friction. You know, it's like when you, it's like, you know, it's like um, when you're saved and you want somebody else to be saved, mm. even though we're not talking about salvation, we're talking about revelation. We're talking about how things should be. Just when I have something good, I want to share that thing and I want everybody to join me in that good thing. Okay. So there was definitely lots of, of, of tension uh, at different points in times. Um, even even my <laughs> my parents are like, you know, they know, you know, good church kind of model stuff. It's like, what is this thing they're talking about? What are you doing? Mm. You know, um, whilst all of this is happening, the reality of life is happening in different people's lives. Yeah, you know, exactly. Life tested and proving that things are not fit for purpose. You know, even now I find like most people or okay, not most people, but maybe in my close, you know, might agree with me, but yet not know how to participate. Mm, mm, <laughs> uh, it's mm. about and stuff. So one of the things I was giving people time to discover something for themselves, not yeah. trying to force it, force any issue, any doctrine, any, not force it at all. Let people explore. Also be willing to be wrong. You might not be perfect in how you're mm, articulating. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it's definitely, yeah, there's definitely been lots of different tensions. Now with friends, what I could say is that since it's been the nature of my journey of faith anyway, where um, at least from secondary school days, I felt like I have lost friends because of Christ. Yeah, I'm following mm. his path. Um, so when we're talking about the kingdom and the loss of friends and friend circles and and different people just not willing to journey or stuff like that. I kind of see it now as just part of the journey, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But I'm saddened because I, I form deep relationships with people. I'm like, um, yeah. Very much yeah. So I have a deep love for everybody. I have no beef. In fact, I can't really think of an enemy that I have. I, mm. I know there are people that probably perceive me as an enemy. Like maybe they are my enemy, but I'm not their enemy. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually think uh, I think I'm friendly, um, and I I have lots of friends that I we don't align on every single thing, and that's fine. There's actually a scripture that says you're supposed to have disagreements. That this is how the Lord proves who is right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Part of we have that in our community as a culture. You know, you can have debates, you can have disagreements. Just make sure. Yeah. People people sometimes think we're arguing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, in fact, it's hard to find a governmental organization in the world that doesn't have debate. <laughs> yeah, it's and also, also as well, it highlights coming to it also, Yeah, it also highlights the passion of people. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. and, and our, a, de a debate doesn't mean that people hate one another. It means they're passionate about 
getting and the outcome that we're all we're all called we're all desiring from the lord in our experience absolutely we're wrestling for the lord's will that's the kind of wrestle that we should have yeah and sometimes because of pride and other kinds of issues we're wrestling for other kind of purposes and that, that one might be an issue but if we're wrestling about the king's will and what what is he saying what should we be doing how should we be arranged what should yeah. we, uh, what, what do we need to drop? What do we need to keep? What do we need to, that's a good discussion to have. The Lord delights in that kind of discussion. And it's good that one person is right and one person is wrong because it's proving who the Lord is, <laughs> what yeah. the Lord sides. And we should all, you, all be willing to, 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 to be wrong so we can be wrong in the right direction. How do you feel about, uh, you know, our current expression in terms of the civic spaces? You know, that's, that's, We've known, obviously, we've we've known the two of us have discussed this in the past for a long time. We've now started to implement it. Yeah. In light of the vision of uh, the ecclesia as as essentially a functional political unit of citizens expressing community, education, governance, and initiatives, how do you feel about the civic spaces? Do you do you feel that yeah, that's taking us along that journey of a greater expression uh, on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, yes. It's definitely taken us into greater expression. I definitely want more of that greatness. Um, I think one of the things that I reflect on is, I don't know if you remember when we were doing kingdom studies one, one time and we were looking at Abraham. I don't know mm. if you were the one teaching it, actually, on Abraham and we're looking at Chedolima, Chedolima, that king. Yeah. And the four kings, take, you know, and then Abraham pursues him and da-da-da. And in all these big monumental battles, you have Abraham and he's like, he's not really, in the context of history and from their perspective, he's not really noteworthy. Mm. But he's actually God's man. And God yeah. is actually doing and building his nation through Abraham. Yeah. So even in that time, he's not the, he's not a king per se. He's not the one with the biggest yeah. bounty and all that kind of stuff. But he's yeah. the one that's winning the battle and all this, all this kind of stuff. So anyway, I bring that up because, you know, as we roll out the different civic spaces, and I think we need to have greater expression, and I wish we had more people on board, and I wish mm. we were um, even maturity, you know, but things take time. But one thing I have to reflect on is that we want to be obedient to Christ and not be in a position of judging every single detail because that's his job. <laughs> it's your yeah. job to be obedient, and then it's his job to to. You know, there's there's your part and then there's his part. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like my my core question is: Are we doing what we ought to be doing? And if so, okay, then that's good. Okay. And then how can we do that better? Okay. Yeah. But um, but in terms of like um, you know, when when you if you want to be, uh, you know, I don't know, judged by the flesh, or maybe be a bit more carnal minded, you can look at some other churches that are like genuinely playing games and they seem to be doing so well numerically wise mm. lots of people are going there it seems like it's buzzing their pictures look quite good everything is flashy <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and uh and people seem to love it it seems you know until you go maybe you speak to somebody to find out what's going on but um yeah you're always having to kind of look at the shiny things out there does that make sense like we are yeah. not shiny <laughs> yeah when people do meet us, they discover that there's gravity, there's reality, there's a down-to-earthness. Yeah, and grittiness. There's a grittiness, right. isn't there? As, as one of our... You know, pretty, yeah. not pretty. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, as a good friend of ours used to say. Gritty, he always used to pretty. say, yeah. Um, and that's a true word, you know. 
Um, so yeah, for me, it's about being authentic. That's the that's the key thing. Are we being authentic, and are we on the path that the Lord is calling us to be on? That's the, that's the core thing. How that's going to look like in a few years' time is a different <clears throat> it's a different matter. I think I can't, it, I, can't, I can't overjudge by just the aesthetics and the exactly. I think one one of the things that we're doing with the civic spaces is the civic spaces is a way I think for configuring us to be part of the society. Yeah. Um. So it's less it's less about it. Besides the fact that it's about us owning our responsibility as a community to develop and cultivate the right things in our community. It's creating these connectors so that we can plug into other communities in a very, uh, it, through citizenship in a societal structure. Yeah, yeah. And I do see that happening across the globe because I'm seeing more, and this, and this is the very unselfish element of a true authentic ecclesia emerging. Because it, when you recognize you're part of this nation building, you realize that actually you, you know, your yourself or the eldership, it cannot be the only thing flowing through the community. It yeah. has to be, you have to have connectors in place to allow for channeling. Yeah. Absolutely. And so for me, the civic spaces offer offers that capability for channeling to take place. So Commonwealth can flow easily through it. Yes. Um, and, and, and we've seen that if you think, you know, you think about, so the way that we run our civic spaces is already created opportunities for other people to flow in and flow out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the enterprise hub, which you're working in, you know, we've seen different people come in and speak. We've seen different levels of engagement. Yeah. We've seen life, the coin, the coinier life at different levels. And I think one of the things that excites me about the civic spaces is the depth of coinier it can create because people are having to collaborate in their spaces. It's not just a spectating yes. space. It's not just that's, a participant. That's one thing I space. think is so rich. I, it's funny enough because I think that's also been a, a thing that could put somebody off as well. We yeah. are very collaborative. You know, if, if you um, uh, happen to be part of a local ecclesia, you're there to, to work for the Lord. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to be part of his project, whatever he's doing. You're not actually there to be an attendee, uh, just yeah. a member, right? Um, and it's not about uh, <laughs> it's not about um, putting chairs together on a Sunday. Yeah, it's about yeah. Life. <laughs> it's like it's, it's connected to your whole life and the whole world. Um, that is a very important kind of, I'll say, distinction. If I'm not saying, I mean, there might be some good communities out there that also think in this way, um, but at least we can say that. I think many people, at least members, have the mindset that they are supposed to just to, uh, they are supposed to come to attend something to be recharged and then to you know mm. I don't know live their life the way they like it type of thing. Mm. But um, the ecclesia and the participation in the ecclesia is a holistic thing. It's your whole life, right? Um, and I think that's something that I I definitely think okay I think we're doing well in that regard as in. We don't allow people to necessarily just. Coast. I say that. I say that, but we have had lots of spectators. But yeah, it's definitely not our culture to 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 just be like um, we are here to spectate. It's kind of like okay, what is the Lord doing in your life? What is you know, what are you supposed to yeah. bring to the table? 
How can we support that? How can we facilitate that? How can you express that greater? I'm all about maximizing your potential, you know, and I hope yeah. that's why I want the enterprise space to kind of do more, you know, help equip people to do what they ought to do or can do. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think I, I, I wish, um, I wish that mindset was more embedded in more churches even. Just this whole kind of, this is the thing that's kind of put off, I think probably a lot of men. Men are mm. not really so interested in just coming to attend and, uh, and, and spectate at the, 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 the front, exactly. <laughs> And I don't think it's very manly anyway. Like men are supposed to be at the gates. So I think calling men in general to, to a bigger vision is is the way to go. But not it's not the way to go because this is what men want. It's actually what the Lord wants. <laughs> Thank you for joining our fireside talk about the kingdom. My name is Frederick Tobin, and I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. If you'd like to continue to receive fresh insight into the kingdom, click the notification bell to follow us. For further information about the kingdom, visit our website www.unlockthekingdomwithinyou.com to download your free ebook. See you soon.